How's that coffee over there? It's good. A little decaf? <laughs> no, it's it's full full diesel. Full diesel. Back in the booth, baby. Joe Patton, Nate Walworth, episode eight of the Pure Tennis Podcast. We appreciate you guys listening. We've started to receive a little bit of feedback, and uh, seems like the fans want more podcasts, and that's uh, all we can ask for because you know we always got the, the hot takes for you guys. Um, no, there's a lot to talk about. It feels like the tennis world has uh, been off to a a crazy a crazy start. Crazy. Start. It is. There's just like I'm almost lost, and it feels like the tennis season just started, and I'm almost like. What is most important to talk about right now? It's true because every 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 time there's a slam going on, the other some news person will say, and there's so much drama off the court, and they, this year it just means a lot more. It means a lot more. But no, guys, um, and we appreciate Tennis Point uh, for 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 uh, powering this podcast. Be sure to go to the website, get the latest and greatest deals. Right now, you can shop the new Adidas 2022 Melbourne Collection. A lot of cool stuff, a lot of different, just interesting designs that have hit the market. And uh, I think Adidas has really stepped up their game this year with their new shoe colorways, their new cool, like, tie-dye-looking uh, multicolored shirts and dresses for, for females. And then you can get up to 75% off on Aussie Open brand brand deals. That includes Asics, Wilson, Head, K-Swiss, Fila, Nike, Adidas, and more. So a lot of good stuff on there. We also just saw the Head boom on court for the first time. Coco Goff, face of the franchise of the new head boom. So that is a uh, pretty special uh, launch for, for the head team, something that they've been hyping for quite a while now. And just like a subtle like drop, it felt like, without much uh, – well, I, w- I wasn't really sure who they were going to have to be the face of it. I had heard there was going to be a top 10 male on ATP Tour, but turns out they go with one of the most marketable – personalities and faces of tennis with Coco Goff, the young, I believe she's 17, maybe 18 now. So what, I mean, she's just had a crazy start to her career. Also the face of New Balance Tennis now and launches that racket. The foam green and black with her cool New Balance outfit has hit the courts in Australia with some pop. So that launch has happened. And then you got Yonix launching their um, new E-Zone with seven new players taking the court with the new stick. Um, that I counted. Uh, the names that you guys, most of you guys will know will be Lloyd Harris, you got Jessica Pulagula, Kasper Rude, Naomi Osaka, Nick Kyrgios, Denis Shapovalov, and Belinda Bencic. And just some big-time names, a lot of top-end talent making the switch to the new 7th generation E-Zone. A great stick, a beautiful icy blue colorway. Matched up with Yonix's string, that is a uh, going to be a stick that I'm excited to see what it does on tour. And uh, I think a lot of those guys are going to have, and a lot of those females as well will have big years. But no, it's Aussie Open time. We just saw a couple great events leading up to it, including the ATP Cup, including Adelaide, including Sydney, including Melbourne 1, uh, Melbourne 2. Uh, just action everywhere down under. Um, action in the courts, both tennis courts and other courts so action everywhere on the courts in australia well said but one thing i wanted to touch on with adidas is how cool did you see that launch they had with the uh end plastic waste putting a tennis court literally like in the middle the of the ocean yeah, i mean that? that i mean pretty cool i thought I it was how, cool i just i couldn't tell if it was real so it, yeah it, the great barrier reef marine park authority it was a floater it was a floater they you, you can literally ride a boat out to this tennis court and they had some other professional athletes 
not not anybody that I was particularly familiar with. Some triathlons, other Olympians who uh, I'm sure have uh, decorated careers. But they just had him on this platform shooting cool photos and videos. Check out Adidas Tennis or Adidas um, Australia, and you guys can see all the cool content they kind of launched behind that campaign, which I was thought that was pretty special. So um, just like something different, and when it's when it involves tennis, we're always about it. So, um, yeah, a lot of cool tennis equipment and news and apparel out there. Also, shout out to Top Court. They just did a really cool piece of content, as they always do. With this Kyrgios. time, Yeah, with Nick Kyrgios, awesome. man. That was it. Yeah, that was sick. I mean, it's good stuff. Kyrgios. He's a man. He is. I mean, the content that he – if he's on your content, it's going to be entertaining. You can you can take that to the bank. Um, also, another thing before we get started here is uh, the universe, Universal Tennis put out the top ten uh, highest ratings of the, for the men, and it was – it's pretty cool to see how that matches up with the rankings. So the top ten, real quick, to get through them, leading off with a 16.26, Novak Djokovic, who uh, – Looks like he may not be a part of this Australian Open, which is a massive bummer, Total bummer. Uh, for the, for the tennis. So that's a that's a the number one seed being out is never a good thing. But best player ever, best I'm, player. I in mean, the world. yeah, maybe probably the best player ever. It looks like he was on his way to number twenty one, but that'll be on pause uh, for the near future, maybe. So he's a sixteen six. I saw they're going to give him like a three year ban, so that might have been his last Australian <laughs> Open last year when he beat Medvedev in straights. That yeah. would be a uh, wild story, but. Apparently, Novak has had a, a team of, of guys following him around with cameras, so you can expect to see some type of release, I'm sure, of, of everything that's been going down. And to mention cameras, ATP, just, ATP WTA and the Four Slams just announced that they're partnering with Netflix to launch a documentary series as well, kind of similar to what they saw, what you guys might have seen with the uh, Formula One series doc. So that's another good oh, news wow. in the tennis world. So, so like the drive to survive, but for yeah. the ATP. And I think that's that's going to be some special that content be because I don't think casual fans understand what tennis players go through on a day in and day out basis. Um, whether it's traveling from different time zone to different time zone, and playing on different surfaces, and p- paying your coach, like especially the guys that aren't in the top fifty that some some people may not be familiar with, or Feeling even the top seventy five. Just that grind of like. Yeah. You're trying to win matches so you can pay for your trainer, pay for your coach, pay for, um, I mean, pay to travel, pay yeah. for, your, I mean, pay for your family's all the legal expenses stuff and you have to do to all, go through like visas of every country that you're playing in. Yeah, I mean, all of that stuff is just yeah. <laughs> and getting them checked sure off you, by like the right people. It's yeah, amazing. make sure the boxes are correctly checked. Um, but no, back to so that's something that the tennis world is very excited about on this Friday. Yeah. Um, but back to what we were saying, the universal tennis ratings, guys. Novak Djokovic, sixteen point two six. Nadal, sixteen point two one. Medi was third. Sasha fourth. Sitsipas fifth. Carlos Alcaraz has the sixth highest wow. UTR in the world. That is unbelievable. He's a spider. He that guy's gonna have a phenomenal year. Berrettini seventh. Sinner eighth. Cam Nori. TCU Horn Frogs, no number nine. In no. number ten, Yubi Hercats from no. Poland, man. So a loaded top ten. The the lowest being Hercats at fifteen point seven one. Just I, I'm a big fan what's, of the UTR. What, just what, with what's what, Rublev? Rublev, that's a good question. I would imagine he's probably like a fifteen point six nine, if okay. I had to guess, something like that. I mean, he's, there's no way he's far behind Hercats. But um, no, yeah, that is crazy that Rublev is not in the top ten. It's a good observation. <laughs> So I'm I don't I'm not like big into the UTR from like a recruiting standpoint like asking these kids what their UTRs at these tournaments but right. when you get to the pro level I do like to see how it's the UTR neat. matches up with the rankings and I just 
I think that has like when I'm looking to possibly throw a small little fun wager on one, I will look at the UTR before I look at the rankings really? or their records. Yeah, just because I think that gives you every the, twenty. What is it? Every tenth uh, of a of a percent is worth a, a bagel, right? There's yeah. I mean, I, I don't even look at it like, so like that's that, you're over my head with that stuff. I I'm strictly like look at the number. Oh, that's uh that guy could be dangerous type type thing. <laughs> that's probably more accurate because I think even down in the everywhere else, it's like it just doesn't ever seem like it really actually equates to the bagel. Right. No. Yeah. That's that that stuff might be maybe a farce. But <laughs> in action tonight, before we get to some of this Australian Open uh, preview stuff, in action tonight in Ken Rosewall Arena. You have two finals. This is in Sydney. You've got Paula Bedosa versus Barbara Krejcikova, and you have Aslan Karatsev versus Andy Murray. Just two matchups that are going to be electric before the Australian Open starts. Krejcikova came down after losing a, a bagel set to Kontavate. Wait, Karatsev is playing Andy Murray in what? Karatsev, yeah, he beat Dan Evans in a thriller, a third set last yesterday, and Andy Murray took down Riley Opelka in three sets. Uh, just two great matches. I was up way too late last night watching. <laughs> and Andy Murray is he's back, folks. He is back. He's back. And he's, I mean, that guy, he's losing hair by the day. Yes. And he looks younger and spryer and faster every time I see him on the court for the last, like, eight months. Nothing wrong with losing hair. No, there's nothing wrong with it. No, there's not. But it's like you would think he would start losing a step as the hair goes, but he's actually getting faster, guys, which is he does look like his wheels are like just watching him with the. This looks like little speedy feet. He's taking like these moves around the court. And he's you he's see gliding the, these still. Feet moving. So he he got a wild card into Sydney, and now he's in the final after some big wins, including Basiashvili, who he plays in the first round of the Australian Open. I think that's just. I mean, in 2019, guys, he was seen crying on a mic, thinking it was like the last time he would ever play again. on tour. He has he a wild card walk. in the Australian Open. Too. Exactly. Yeah, he does. He does. And I think he's gonna. That's a guy you gotta watch out for. I mean, he plays Basiashvili again, which is obviously a matchup that you have to like after yeah. you just beat him a couple of days ago. So that um, was gonna be my one of my lists of. Give quick predictions on the on the finals tonight. Give me Bedosa the fifth seed over the over the third seed. Barbara, big time matchup. Two. Great ball strikers. I just love the way Bedosa plays. It's, her game is so simple. Her strategy is just like it's. She's just a compact hitter who has a very always leans in on her front foot, can drive the ball. She's not. She doesn't have the firepower of like a Sabalenka per se or like a Naomi Osaka maybe, but her ability to absorb power and her fitness level is is peak right now. And I, I'm really excited about her future and a big 2022 coming from from the Spaniard. I would imagine. And then Karatsev versus Murray. Karatsev. Uh, clearly loves playing tennis down under. I mean, he had his breakout last year at this same stage of the of the season uh, where he went from outside the top 250 to inside the top 25 in what felt like two months. Because um, he's qualifier. Then yeah, then went exactly. To the, from a qualifier to a what, semifinalist? Yeah, a quarterfinalist. Quarterfinalist? Yep. So that's your boy, and that's been your boy since that, since that open run. And against Murray, that, that'll be a fun little preview uh, before we get started with the action. But... No. Um, yeah, good luck with that, Andy. That's, yeah, that's, that's a tough matchup. I mean, and then also shout out to Madison Keys taking out Coco Golf in a, another epic three-setter last night. She's in the um, finals of Adelaide International 2 playing against Allison Risk, another American. Nice. That'll be a fun matchup. I think we were watching that last night, weren't we? What was Keys, the Keys versus uh, Coco? Yeah. Yeah, we were. Yep. And then Rinderneck plays Kakanakis. Kakanakis, another a, a fellow Aussie. Wild card coming back from injury and just on a tear. I mean, 
Kalkanakis, his talent has never been uh, up, up for debate. He's always been supremely talented. He has the goods. He's got the firepower. He has the weapons. He, he's getting his movement back. His confidence is coming back quickly. He's having so much fun out there, and you saw how excited he was last night when he won a semifinal match. He was just like, I mean, he's cussing and letting it loose, and I'm just happy to see him back and healthy. I, I always root for guys to come back from injury. I think injuries are like the worst part of sports, and to see those yeah. guys battle back because it's tennis is already mental as it is. Yeah. So to see a guy like Kakanakis go through that and get his confidence back and find his game again, the guy that is great for the tennis and a personality that I've found it easy to root for, see him back in the final in his home country, that's just awesome stuff, and I'm, I'm pulling for him. But, um, no, let's get into the Australian Open. First slam of the season. What do you got for me? Give me give me a, a matchup that you're looking forward to watching when this thing kicks off. Well, because of the, the court, the, you know, the dramas on the court and off in the court, I think that Tommy Paul's draws become yep. much better. Um, uh, when the draw first came out, I was like, oof. Yeah, but much, much better problem for him because everything is, I mean, it's more doable, I think. Much more doable when you take out the world number one ATP player right. uh, from the draw. The that, greatest Australian it, Open for player a second, ever. Yeah, I mean, clearly, the yeah. It's just like you go from Kukushkin to Kachmanovic or whoever, yeah. I mean, whoever they're going to put in a qualifier Which, for like Novak. The, it's Kukushkin and then, yeah, yeah, I don't it's know. It's like, how. yeah, what are you going to put? Are you going to put another qualifier? I mean, it doesn't matter yeah. who you put in. It's not going to be, it's it's not Novak Djokovic. Right. So, But then the other down below in that, in his, and it would be his second round. He, like those four guys are all definitely beatable. Certainly. Um, so, who are you including? Like the just Sam Query, Lorenzo Sanego. Yeah. Like um, got a crackle in my voice. Sorry. And like, but like all those all those matches look like that he could win. No, and Sanego's he's 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 playing pretty well. I mean, I, I was impressed with the way he looked like last week. But that's a matchup if you're Tommy Paul, twenty fifth seed. You gotta love the draw for the for the American, who's who's coming off a uh, just a really nice last six eight months. And he gets the winner of that or th- those two, and then Oscar Adi and Chin Sin. Oscar Adi, the legend. Chin Sin Tang. And I and I think <laughs> those guys like. I, Quir- I, to be honest, I think Query could win that first round matchup versus Sanego. That's right. a, that, that's upset alert right there. So okay. Any, give me another matchup. So you have you're two Americans for. going at each other, but he play the he could do that. The Sanego has definite. Sam Query on a hard on a fast hard court, I mean, you gotta like he's got a chance with his serve, his forehand. Right. He's somehow always manages to stay pretty fit. That's a guy that you gotta be on the lookout for, and that's that that could be a tricky matchup for Sanego round one. Right. But say Sanego gets through him, Tommy Paul still can run with Sanego. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Sanego's <laughs> a heck of an athlete. Uh, he's got he's he's got some some weapons, especially on a hard court. He moves very well, but Tommy Paul is. I mean, he's beating the ball up. He just destroyed Tiafo like two and three a week ago. So yeah. So that was my first thing, and then Alcaraz and uh, Tabilio. Uh, I think that um, I'm I'm excited about watching Alcaraz play, being that he has such a spider-like action on the court. Um, I'm I try to play like him. Just I mean, kidding. he's a guy that <laughs> he's so fast. He, he's got I like watching him. He's a guy that I feel like you just have to. Anytime he's in a major and has a match, you just have to watch the future. Like, and that guy is. Yeah, the you future. said it. Like you can't hit through him, like because he's just everywhere. He's I so like watching fa- guys play, like do that because he's just everywhere. Uh huh. And that's his strategy. It's just exciting because it's just you can see the other person go insane. <laughs> and that's yeah. He's 
he, he's got the shorter buzz cut now. He's a little more aerodynamic. It's <laughs> right. going to even be faster. Even faster. Speaking of aerodynamic, him and JJ Wolf, they, they saw the barber. And I saw like, his hey. hair finally. It does look. It looks much sharper. The shorts are still really tight and really <laughs> short. He, he lost a tough one to Liam Brody, which um, he was up a set. I was I was bummed. I wanted to see him qualify. It's like where do you get this 1965? <laughs> like short shorts are back, man. Everybody wants to show some thigh. But uh, you got to show the thigh. But like it was nine inch shorts were cool, and then seven inch shorts were cool. It's like five inch shorts are cool. Show the compression shorts underneath. It's I, like I agree. I agree. They're just it's just got that. It, they're it's just new. I'm just kind of digesting it still. It's like <laughs> wow. That's really I feel like I'm watching my dad in the 80s exactly. play basketball. Man. It looks like, like my dad. With like yeah. When my dad was wearing uh, Peter Peter Flyers with the uh, high pitch stripe like, sights. <laughs> Voight. They look like Voight pants. Another matchup. I'm looking. There's a there's a Cam Nori Corda. That, I think that was took another. the words out of my mouth. Are that's, you serious? Okay. No, you're good. That's I'm glad we're on the same page. Yeah. Who wins that? That's that's on my upset alert because I think Cam Nori. I think that's the guy in the top ten that I'm looking uh, at is a, one that could possibly drop off. I mean, he put so much into the last season, and I think he. I mean, I'm not saying like he's just gonna drop off to the outside the top twenty five or thirty, but I think that's a guy that you might see fall back into the late teens to early. To really, like, I do just because people are pressuring coming in. Like it's you it's got, so hard yeah. to g- maintain that level and then read like. Go back and because he had to grind to get into that spot. For You're sure, right. like, for sure, he's playing his butt off. Played every tournament, got deep in every tournament, put a lot of miles on his legs. But he had a spectacular season. He had one of the top seasons of anybody on the in the world. So I just think it's hard to repeat what he just did in 2021. Yeah. Um, and Corda is a guy that's hungry. He wants to have his moment at, at a slam. He's round one. He, he didn't get to play in the U.S. Open due to uh, I think it was food poisoning. So it's a guy that's he he wants he, he wants the points he wants to continue to climb and get his ranking in there, and Corda's got the weapons. I think he added some muscle. I think he's the the serve is going to continue to get bigger. His his first ball forehand is going to be continuing to get a little more aggressive. The backhand's been solid. He's I think he's just he's got the hands coming forward. That's a guy that if if I'm um I, I might take a flyer on that upset to be honest. On in, in, in four sets. That one. Wow. Give me give me I, it's I it might be a hot take, but give me quarter that's, and four. That's awesome. That's awesome. You heard it there. You Put heard it here. Money. We're putting it out there today, folks. <laughs> Next up that I saw was Nakashima Berrettini. Oh yeah. Electric matchup. Um what do you what, what do you think about that one? I mean, I think Berrettini will get him, but I, I do yeah. like Nakashima. I don't feel like um when I've watched Nakashima, like he has enough to kind of get through someone at, at Berrettini's like powers. Right. I don't know. I mean, no, I, no, I, I think that's he's definitely gamey enough. To he just do lost it. the matchup to Opelka because of a similar problem. Opelka was just able to take take the rip, just push him around. Yeah, bully him a little bit. Especially Nakashima's forehand is not where it needs to be yet. It's still. I thought it would come along a little quicker than this. His backhand super steady can can really go for it. I love his cross court backhand and he really has a lot of control in that wing. The forehand he just doesn't stay down and drive it like you see these top guys do. So that could be a problem and. Um, but I think that's going to be a matchup that's just a fun one to watch, one that I'll be tuned into, and I think Bertini takes that one in four. What, what's uh, Stefan Kozlov? Uh, Ko- you, dude, the wild card. I had that one marked as well, man. Okay. Kozlov qualified beating J.J. Wolf and I believe, uh, Champagne maybe? In one of those qualifiers, it was an epic. Um, a grueler. An epic battle f- between those two d- guys all summer long. Uh, heading into the t- heading into the fall, actually, where it seemed like those two guys ran into each other every tournament they played in a, in a semi or a final, and Kozlov, I mean, he was 
he was so excited when he when he took that match and found out he was going to qualify or get a wild card to the Australian Open. That's and crazy. that's a guy that if you're, I think that's an upset alert. I, give me Kozlov over over Vesley, and <laughs> um, in 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 four and four. I could even see it in the straights. I mean, Kozlov nice. is a. Bad man. He's a bad man. I mean, man. he is. He's a bad man. He looks man. bad. He looks like he's ready to go so he's fight a young, somebody in the back back alley. He's a, he's an American that came up in the in the likes of like with Rublev and Tiafo through the juniors. Played a bunch. Played those guys a bunch in the like, in like finals and other big events through ITFs and stuff. And had success against both of them. Really, it's a guy that you, you can look back and he's like you're like wow this guy was supposed to be one of the up and coming best Americans, but injuries throughout his career a little bit. But he's, he's back. still young, right? Twenty four, I think. Okay. Um, but no, he's playing great tennis. Yeah. He, he looks like he's in much better shape than he has been in a while. And um, his his poise, his game, his game management, um, his he just he's got a very he trusts his stuff, and I think that's like he's not gonna beat himself. He's gonna make you beat him. And Kozlov, shout out to Alex Gruskin, Crack Rackets team, but he's been on this on this wagon for a while. And I remember like maybe like a year ago, I was like. All right, Gruskin won't stop talking about this guy. I'm gonna do my homework on him, and I'm I'm drinking the Kool Aid like like Gruskin is. I think Kozlov, he's just he can redirect power so well. That's what he did against Wolf. Wolf was blistering forehands, and Kozlov just guiding the ball cross court. Oh yeah, and that's just yeah. If, Counter punching. Exactly, a little Gil Simone like, but um, no, it's a matchup. I'm also excited. about. I'm glad you brought up Kozlov. I just I mean I'm staring at him. I know that you wanted to talk about Holger Rune and um, man, Guan. Yes, yeah, uh, Suwon Kwan. Um, that's that's a, another really interesting matchup. We just go back, guys. If you guys want to hear Holger Rune talk on our podcast, he had a, just a bunch of awesome stuff to say, and that's an episode I know we, you and I both really enjoyed. But he's got Quan in round one, who he just raced on court running some suicides, and um, I think Quan took everybody's money on, on the practice courts and races. He destroyed Tiafo, even went backwards for the last like lap, kind, kind of showboating a little bit. I, I loved it. I, I'm already a Quan fan for that, but to see Holger go up against him, that's a uh, tricky r- round one matchup. That's for a problem. Well, you, but but then he doesn't know that Holger Rune uh, circled the tournament, so he's he, Rune, Rune, <laughs> he's going into the corner. Rune is a, yeah, no, Rune's going to be. <laughs> he's going. This one. He's going deep. I I hope he. Man, I hope he goes off. But that's going to be I, that. That one's probably going to go five. If five. I guess. Give me give me a f- fifth set there. I, I'm thinking Quan, Quan with, with just his. I mean, he's just been around a little longer. He's his body's a little more mature. He's yeah. he's got um, just that experience, and I think that's a big part of what, what you see in these in these majors, especially when you're Holger Rune is still 18 years old, he's still figuring a, out his body. Hits the ball so hard, though. He does. He pound, I mean, he peppers the ball. Just beforehand. attacks. Yeah, he does. He throws his weight. He throws his shoulders. Throws his waist around the ball really well. I mean, you saw him. He took a set off Novak Djokovic. Who, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, I mean, he's like not playing though. Yeah, they. Uh, it's a yeah, bummer. Can't, his match was canceled. <laughs> um, so next matchup I wanted to uh, make sure we touched on was how about we got uh, how about let's go Hachinov versus Kudla. Hachinov heavy favorite there, but I think Kudla is is a tricky opponent. If, if Hachinov is not hitting his spots with, and kind of taking complete control off from the from the ground. Kudla's a tricky customer. Hachinov was in the. Um, we watched him in the ATP with the Ru- Team Russia, right? Yeah, he came yeah. In, and he's he's legit. Hachinov is. I mean, so he, so he played. Um, wait, did he play an ATP Cup? I think I, he I did. I, he was he he was like or maybe not. I don't well, think he did. I don't think he. I don't. He played tournaments instead, I believe. But he yeah he I think he decided to play like um 
what was it? I, I can't remember. I Australia needs to differentiate their tournaments. We can't have Adelaide 1, Adelaide 2, Melbourne 1, Melbourne 2. I, give me some more creative names, Australia. Come on. Yeah. But that's a, just another American who I just have enjoyed watching. He's a grinder. And he another guy that's not going to beat himself. And he, he, he saw him have some success on the hard court swing in the, in the United States. And I, I'm hoping that he can kind of continue that in uh, – but Hotchin was a tough customer. You're right. He doesn't. He was. Well, he was on some he team. Was, yeah, right? he, play, he played a. I think he played one of Melbourne's tournaments. Okay. And then last matchup that I had kind of marked as a fun one would be Giron versus Nadal. Yeah. Just Giron is that's a lot of problems. American there tennis is on the come up, man. We got yeah. a lot of guys that are in the top 100 that are gonna. They're going to test these top guys. Yeah. Uh, Nadal's continuing to get his form, looking like uh, he's he's getting his legs back fast. And I'm obviously a big Rafa fan, so that makes me happy. And, you know, if you take out the number one seed, I think Nadal's chances go exponentially up. And it's like he doesn't really – Nadal is never going to fear anybody in this draw. So taking out Novak, who was a heavy, a heavy favorite, um, yeah, that's just – Nadal's got a chance. And if Nadal has a chance, he's – you know he's going to fight for every point out there. And he's – He's not gonna. Yeah, he's not. Nothing. Nothing comes easy against that guy. So someone's got to take out Nadal now. And I mean, I know there's guys like Sasha, guys like Daniel Medvedev, uh, and some other big ball strikers that that can kind of push him around at this stage of his career. But you got to do it for three sets. That's yeah. not. That's not easy. Yep. Yeah. Last yeah. last one I wanted to touch on was how about Cressy versus Isner? You got two Americans going out in the first round. Have you gotten to watch any of Cressy this last couple of weeks? Nope. So he comes down to Australia. I love his irrational confidence, and maybe it's not irrational anymore because the dude spoke a lot of things into existence. He thinks he can reach the like a top ten spot in the world, and he's sticking to his guns. Like you know, he's got the serve and volley game, first and second serve. He's coming to the net. He doesn't care if you pass him once or twice. He played Nadal in a final uh, about a week net, ago. He's the net crasher. Yeah, he's crashing the net, and he's just he's so solid up there, man. I mean, yeah. he's, even if he even if he pops up a volley a little bit. He stands in there and, and kind of takes his guess, and he's he's still able to redirect that next big ball on, on the second pass after he hits like a more of a clunky volley. So it's like most like he just he's just gonna keep doing it, and it's not easy to beat if you're not hitting if you're not great used returns. To it, it's an interesting thing because you just don't see that strategy no, as much as it used to. Just to, to come exactly. and play somebody that's like gonna do it to you and like. Come, like you just said, like you can get him past a couple of times and they're still going to do it. It's just a it, different... It gets in your head after a while. I mean, it's like <laughs> you have to be so precise with your returns against a guy like him because he's applying so much pressure. He's going to go 125, whatever, 130. Right. He's a 6'7 dude who's who can move. And then on the return, I've been impressed on that end of things where yeah, he's, he's able jumping to, it and yeah. coming in on the net on the return too. He's, I haven't seen it though. I he's, short see hop, it. he's short hopping yeah. the backhand return as well as I've seen anybody really do so far this year. And he's t- he's just redirecting pace so easily with his compact swing, and he he's had some big wins, How including do do beating Grigor Dimitrov. Isner though. No, that, <laughs> that's, that's a different. Be, that, that's a different. Out of that, all yeah. the people to get paired up to like. That's do a that. weird matchup for him. Yeah. Because it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of tiebreakers. That's why I kind of had it marked. Cause I I want to see that yeah. seven six six seven seven six six seven seven six match and that that's might that's gonna be it. That's it. I bet you you're right. I need to find the Vegas odds on five tiebreakers. Yeah, that one. What about Curios and Brody? That's Liam Brody. That's actually the guy that took out Wolf in qualifying, and then he actually had a big win. He followed it up with a big win yesterday. I forget against who, but um, no, I think Kyrgios. To get out of the first round. I think round. he gets out of the first round. I mean, okay. you, you, he's at home. He's got, I think the crowd's going to be on his side. Kyrgios, Absolutely. Kyrgios is obviously one of the most talented guys on the tour, and if he's mentally engaged, which I think he is in front of his home crowd and 
at a slam where the lights the lights are bright. Yeah. And he's kind of the spotlight here. He's I mean, I think I think Team Yonix is gonna get a win there. Yeah. So do you wanna do a, a quick like uh do you wanna do a semi final who's who's makes your semis? Oh like just like just because we gotta call it because yeah. we've we've been so we've been pretty accurate. We have been. Give me So you gotta do your top top bracket, mid bracket, uh, two mid brackets, and then your bottom bracket. Give me a um so I'm so going out of the top Medi bottom bracket. Absolutely. That's, that's that's a safe pick. I like that. So give me Medi out of out of the bottom as well. Okay. Give me So your mid your mid pick. I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy on you. I'm taking Ruby. Rubilev. Yeah, that's your yeah. Um just telling you, he's coming. I just he's gonna yeah. Why why do you what do you like about Rublev's game most right now? I feel like I he's, feel like he's disrespected. I think like athletes at that level when they got something to prove they put him in a different place and he's they talk about the top five. He's never included right now. He's number five. But like he's not in that same air as like the people But wouldn't he play that he plays and beats. Uh huh. But you're right. He he plays so if he gets through his first match is against major yeah, but then if he gets through that group, we're talking about like Gomez, Silic. Shout, shout out to Emilio Gomez. Shout out, Stud. shout out to Rafa Gomez. Rafa the Gomez, Gomez family Cincinnati is great. Is great baby. people. They, but uh, I mean, like Rublev can get through some of these guys. No, Rublev can, but it's like I almost feel like he and Berrettini have kind of reached their peak yeah. tennis. Like I don't know where they're gonna find that next gear. I don't know if there is a next gear for either one of those guys, which scares me taking those guys. True. Um, but Berrettini on a grass court, I do like him more than I like him on a hard court. Rublev indoors in like uh, the middle of the winter, I'll take him to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so give me out of the top. The top is actually, I mean, obviously. Ben Watt. No, th- things have changed out of the top. So give me out of the top. <laughs> yes, they have. I mean, things are open. Give me. On your top. Carlos. Bracket. Alcaraz. Nice. I like Give it. Give me Alcaraz to make his first Grand Slam semifinal yeah. down under at eight. I think he's what? Is he 18 or 19? Whatever he is. He's a teenager. That's sick. I, give, give me Alcaraz. Okay. Because we're just doing quarters, right? Yeah. So we got, we got Medvedev. Give me Rubilev. Zverev. You got, give me Carlos, Zverev, Medi, and, and your, uh, who, <laughs> I'm, I, I would, Hercots. No, no I don't. I like I, he just the forehand. Is, the forehand isn't there for me right now. Car- you know, yeah, is that or Nadal? Nadal. It's, it's got to be Nadal, right? Jesus. The fan in me says Nadal. Yeah. But the 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 just trying to think unbiasedly. The center bracket is nasty. Ca- yeah, it is. Karatsev is. I don't know. I kind of like him to repeat what he did last year. He just seems like he's gaining his momentum back at the right time. But I am bummed that he signed with Hydrogen, man. That's a bu- that's a bummer. I mean that is some only Feliciano Lope that brand should be reserved for Feliciano and only Feliciano. You, I mean, why did did not any of these brands like try to take a stab at getting him? Because it's like, oh man. You feel like he would just go into something because he's got he just seems like such a brandable. The skull guy. is just a brutal. It's logo. bad. It's a bad logo on a tennis <laughs> not court. To knock it, I but mean, it just no, looks bad. If you're like a skateboarder or something, yeah. sure, sign with Hydrogen, but. A tennis player with that on there, I'm just yeah, like, what, what, just, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? It's like Andy Murray with the giant eagle. No, <laughs> <out of>, <laughs> <laughs> it's made for, for athletes. For the women, get, just give me a, your your your. Uh, <sighs> give me who's gonna win the women's? I just want to know who's winning the women's. Uh, Barty. Barty, 
the most underrated <laughs> number, world number one player probably ever. I feel like she's never talked about, but she just continues to be number one in the world. She does. She's like, she does well in Australia. I mean, yeah. So I feel like sh- she's shout smashed. to Barty, one of the best athletes in the world. I mean, especially as a, as a I mean, she's a great golfer. Apparently, she could have gone pro in. Uh, is it like? I think it's cricket. She could have gone pro in cricket Women's as well. Cricket. Yeah, she could have. She could have been like a pro cricket player. Damn. She's just a superior athlete. But another, a couple other names for the women that I'm going to be watching out for is Naomi Osaka's back, and she's in shape. She looks way more fit than she looked in Cincinnati um, in August. Yeah, that's dyed her hair blonde. Yeah, too. And, and her ball striking is as it's 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 another level above everybody else's. So if she's mentally locked in which it seems like she is and in good just a good mental space that's she might rip off another two or three majors this season if if she's back simona Halep, she looks like she's back and that's a girl she her 2020 before the pandemic hit she was ripping through the tour yeah that's another one that i've got my eye on madison keys um just great she dropped at 75th in the world and i was worried where her career was headed but then you just see her revitalized uh, to start this year, and that's great for the Taurus. She's one of the biggest ball strikers on the women's side. Hits such a clean ball, and her style of tennis to me is always fun. Badosa has also looked impressive. Just continues to, to build on her huge 2021. Uh, just kind of came out of nowhere. But just, I mean, and I just think her body of work off the court is going to help her tremendously. It was just her fit. Like she's she's ripped. I mean, she's jacked, and that's. That's and she's got a little bit of Sakari in her, and I think Sakari is another one that is going to be uh, in for a big year. And then the, the women's tour is deep. Mm-hmm. Azarenka, another one that's balling out right now. Uh, Sophia Kennan versus Madison Keys. That's a round one matchup. Just a tough draw for either one of those girls. I mean, Kennan coming back from injuries last year didn't have wasn't able to follow up her big uh, 2019 U.S. Open title. Uh, just had a couple of years, or maybe it's a, maybe it was a year. It felt like it was longer. I can't keep time doesn't <laughs> exist anymore. It's like post code I don't know what happened in those years. Right. But, so she plays Keys first round. That's going to be an interesting matchup. Um, no, but the women's side. I mean, Contaviet is, is is another one. R- uh, Rabakina yeah. is another one that's yeah. balled out. Um, I don't uh, Sloane Stevens versus Emma Raducanu. That's a fun matchup in round one. I think Stevens takes that possibly in the straights. Um, I know she's probably the, yeah. She's, she's not going to sneak up on anybody, right? No, now. Sloane Stevens. Um, I hope she has a big year as well because I think she's another one that's great for tennis and plays such a fun style of all-court game, um, moves so well. Um, but no, I think that for the and then Angie Kerber always going to put up a tough fight, always going to be tough to knock out. She's not going to beat herself, uh, and she's I mean Team Yonix, so we, we, <laughs> you you love that. Yeah, absolutely. So no, guys, hopefully Sab- and then last thing I want to talk about the women's Sabalenka, the yips on the serve. Had to go. Had Going to res- under had to go to the underhand serve, which looked like she had never practiced that in her life. Maybe hey. she's on the courts right now hitting that up because that was uh, that's what? not going to work at a grand slam. How do you get that? I mean, it, you, you talk s- about tennis you like losing your losing your uh, mental uh, attitude to play and to go underhand, but not practicing it. To, I mean, just purely just like pinking one into the and court. You no, know, and she's a. She's one of the best servers on the tour, and she went. She mind. had to resort to that, and it's like, what happened from 
the yips. Yeah, it's like the it's abs- the yips. It's like when those golfers can't make a three foot putt, and it's the like, pitcher or the the catcher the can't throw it back to the pitcher. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It, you don't see it often. When you do see it, it's like these sad. people are humid. It is sad. That's really what it is. It's like I don't root for anybody. Like it's not even. I I, yeah. I, I can't even laugh at it. I'm just like I want to go give her a hug. Yeah. Um. But just no. Breathe. We, we got to get. That's back. why they need coaching. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Hey, that's another subject for another day. But can we also? One, coaching, and two, no ad scoring. That's one thing I want to – fans, comment on the podcast when we <laughs> drop this on social media. Give me your takes. We'll, we'll put it in the caption, but no ad scoring, yes or no, coaching, yes or no. It's like we've been talking about these two things for a long time, but are, like, give us one of – just give us like one of them at some events. Like, let's just see how it works at the tour level. Give it, t- take a note from the next-gen finals. Holger Rune and these youngsters seem to be a fan of it. They've even admitted, like, these guys love tennis, and the no-ad scoring makes it so much more fun. Because, like, the repetitiveness of a do-sad game, do-sad, 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 just going back and forth, it's it's not that exciting for the players. It's definitely not that exciting for a casual fan, which is where tennis, I think, needs to kind of take, take that market share. And you can if you build more excitement and have more drama, which I think no-ad scoring does. But, no. I, what else do you got for us from down under? You got any takeaways that you're just like this? This has caught my eye the last the first two weeks of the of this season. I uh, just I'm 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 borderline um, depressed because I'm, my dude is not playing right the now one as of, as of today. I'm sad by that. I think that it's a, a bummer, like you said earlier. It's a big bummer. I'm I'm going to watch it, I guess. <laughs> Because it's a, it's tennis, this, but it's like okay. I've never felt that it's way. A, it really it really stinks because whoever wins the slam on the on the ATP side, it it has an asterisk. I mean, it, it does. It, it has. It, it's it's the defending champ, a guy that's won the event nine times. And that's like I think Curio said it the best. Is it's like the guy you know he's a person. He's the world number one. He's our best. He's our best like, ambassador for the sport. He's also standing up for a lot of different things for for people that you know. I don't where everyone stands on the yeah. on the whole thing, but like Curious is saying, as an Australian that we can do better. He's absolutely yeah. He's like right. saying that his, like you, we can treat this guy better. It's like that's not that crazy, is is it? Like I don't. I yeah. know everybody's super sensitive to this issue and what's all gone on. It's like the most polarizing. It's the number one story in the world. It seems like, and um, obviously people feel very strongly about it one way or the other. Uh, and it's and all all I can say about it is it's it's a bummer. And yeah. Hopefully, hopefully we can we can be better going forward because I I think this is uh, kind of yeah. shown us that this has just gone a little bit too far. But, but I think that, like you said, like I, I'm just so sick of talking about it. Like I'm, I'm just, done I'm, talking I'm, about like, COVID. I, I'm, I I'm think done. That, like I, if, like so my takeaways is that where what's the other we're done, like, we're Carolina done. Pliskova is like where where is she at in the draw? I cannot find her. Pliskova. Any, yeah. I saw you over there scrolling. I was wondering I who you were looking for. I can't find it. Pascova's a big hitter. She's tall and she, she smashes is. it. She smashes the ball, man. She smashes she the ball. Against. Katie McNally gave her a pretty good match at the U.S. Open. I thought. I think. Yeah. She, I think she took a set. I'm pretty certain. I, w- I remember watching that match. Oh, there it is. There she's playing. The, who she uh, play the first round? Kirstia. Oh, Kirstia. Yeah. Yeah, Kirstia's a good. I mean, that'll be a fun she's match. Pascova's a big ball striker. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a that's going to be interesting. Um, so, my, like my my big, I'm ex- I'm excited to watch. Nadal compete, obviously. If you had Andy Murray compete. Andy Murray, that's a guy that like. Those he, are my guys, you yeah, because I'm old. Who, who else? <laughs> give me, give me a, a guy that no one is expecting anything from in this Australian Open that you think could make a run. I mean, I already said it. Who was it? Andre, Andre Rublev, and then. Oh, but no, I, like, give me like, somebody outside the top 
I guess his UTR is not top ten, so right. technically, technically he's not top ten. Well, and he's like he's just gonna fly like if they like if like. He is kind of under the radar. I'll give you that. He is. I think that I think he's gonna make a run. I and I I'll be wrong because he's gonna, now because I said it, he's gonna lose to Mackenzie McDonald or some whoever he plays. But like um, I'm gonna like I w- I would say that um, there's always gonna be some giant stud waiting for every one of these guys come fourth round. So the t- yeah, the tor- it just turns into a tor- brutal fight every I love that's why everybody loves the slams so uh-huh. I'm excited to see who the who those people are now because it sets it sets it uh, for the rest of the year like who uh-huh. the who the big dogs are coming for the you know no, 2022 I, and I yeah and that's like the tours are just like Stacked. these guys are so damn good at hitting a tennis ball it's like I, I guess maybe just because I'm more in tune to like even the challenger circuit and the juniors and everything and so it's like I just feel like I've watched more tennis than I used to. But at the same time, it's like these guys are better athletes than what I grew yeah. up watching. These guys are in better shape. They hit the ball. Everybody's going 125 on their serve now. Yeah. First ball forehand is bigger than it's ever been. And it's just like it's a, it's a new level. It's a new brand of tennis. It's like similar to what we're seeing in basketball. Everybody's – it's just the game is getting bigger. Guys are – average height of like the top ten is like 6'4", 6'5". It's just, uh, yeah. uh, it's an evolution. So I mean, like the way that the like if you're just looking at the way that the brackets are designed, I think there's some interesting things that you could get an American. I think Fritz has a pretty good draw. If we're talking about Fritz that, is, they're gonna have to go through. We Tiafo. didn't talk about Fritz at all. No, he didn't. And Fritz is or Tiafo. balling. TFO, we didn't talk. Tiafo, mm, that guy's got to turn it around. That dude got worked. Got by worked. Paul. But Fritz, on the other Tell hand, me. that dude, I mean. Fritz is—he might have a—I mean, I just can't believe he's got a good draw. He's a little bit limited athletically compared to other guys in the top fifteen, but he makes up for it with his ability to absorb power and he's, redirect. Yeah, and, I mean, he just smashes the ball. Yeah. So, Taylor Fritz—that's another guy I like to shout out. Could, could have a run here as well. But I'm excited, man. Tennis is back. We're back. We'll be back in the booth here soon to recap whatever first round action we saw. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. Tennis underscore point underscore US. Same thing on Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Talk to you guys soon. Thanks for sending all of of the notes, too. We, We appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great weekend, guys. Much love.